Right, it's ESPN right again. Sports Talk Chicago here for John Zaglou. Appreciate all of you tuning in. Subscribe to the channel for more Chicago Bears and Chicago sports content. Follow us all over Sports Talk Chicago and hit up our sponsor Amish Country Farms in Orland Park. Link is in the description of this video. We have lambasted and killed ESPN a number of times for their dumb and idiotic takes, but I have to say they've been on a good streak as of late. Talked about them a few weeks ago in regards to the Bears potentially winning the NFC North. A couple of hosts on air on one of their primetime shows said that the Bears are the favorite to win the North, which I think might be a little bit too ambitious, but nevertheless, it's a far cry from where they were last year in regards to the Bears and the media narrative surrounding them. Now, according to multiple ESPN contributors, came out on Saturday and said this, Roshan Johnson is a rookie, according to them, who is flying under the radar and could have a breakout season. I love seeing this article. Here's a quote from the article, quote, You might not expect fourth-round draft picks to have a major impact, but Johnson could be this year's Damian Pierce as a day-free selection who ultimately leads his team in rushing. Johnson was the backup to B. John Robinson in Texas, so he didn't get a ton of carries, but he's a three-down back with power at 6'2", 223. He's also a fantastic pass catcher and blocker in the backfield in a crowded Chicago running back room. Johnson may not be the week one starter, but he could easily be getting the most carries by midseason. I guess ESPN must be watching this program because we've been saying that since May. We've been saying that since the day Roshan Johnson was drafted. He will not be starting week one. But by midseason, he will be the primary running back for the Bears. They actually surmised it so perfectly. I mean, it's exactly what we've been saying almost to a T. The Bears obviously have a crowded backfield, and they've paid money to certain guys that they're going to be indebted to in the beginning, like Deontay Foreman, who kind of came in. Khalil Herbert's still on this team. Justin Fields is going to be running the football, too. And now, of course, Roshan Johnson is a rookie. There are going to be a lot of guys competing for minimal carries, limited carries early on for the Bears, and it's going to come down to who shows out the most and who is proven to be a great full-dimensional running back. That's who's going to get most opportunities later this season. The article put it perfectly. Roshan Johnson is not just a running back. He can block, he can catch, and, of course, he can run. And for the Bears... As the season moves forward, they're going to need somebody who could do everything. That was one of the main knocks with somebody like Khalil Herbert. That's why they drafted a running back. You can never have too many, in my opinion, but still. Khalil Herbert, great runner. He could average five, almost six yards per carry if you let him. But he can't block, and he can't really catch. Really can't do anything else but run, weave through holes, and gain yards. And that's not a knock on Herbert, but Roshan Johnson is younger. Went to a big school and knows what's expected of him. But more than that, he's a three-dimensional running back. He could block, he can catch, and he could run. He will not be the RB1 against the Packers on Sunday. I can tell you that right now. He might get maybe five, ten carries if he's lucky. I feel like it's going to be Khalil Herbert and Deontay Foreman leading the charge. And maybe deservedly so. They're, they're older, they're veterans, they've been around the NFL, a lot longer. Deontay Foreman almost had 1,000 yards last year in limited time with Carolina. I understand the thought process, but I think by midseason, it's fair to say Roshan Johnson should be the RB1 on this team. And ESPN and multiple ESPN insiders agree, surprisingly. 
Here's what it says further in this article, that Johnson entered the organization as potentially the third-string running back behind Deontay Foreman and Khalil Herbert. Herbert is presumed to be the starter heading into Week 1. Foreman looked like a value signing, but Roshan Johnson is here to stay. And Roshan Johnson is young. He is a running back drafted in the late rounds. There's a lot to prove. I think this situation is poised for success. And I just love seeing these articles because it just corroborates, again, what we've been saying for months and what a lot of Bears fans have been saying for months. There's a lot of reasons to be excited about Roshan Johnson. That's the point. It was unfortunate to see the Bears let David Montgomery go in the passion they did, especially knowing he only signed for two years $10 million with Detroit. Would have been nice to see Montgomery back and then Herbert and Johnson. I would have been much more excited with that backfield. Nevertheless, they have quality guys at running back this year, no matter what. Running is actually going to be their strength, in my opinion, still. I mean, you still have Justin Fields. You still got Khalil Herbert. You brought in Foreman. Now you have Roshan Johnson. They're going to be competing fiercely for limited carries, and that's a great problem to have. But I really think Roshan Johnson, if he just does what he's supposed to do, does what he's known to do, he will stand out and he will be RB1 come week eight. And I love the comparison to Damian Pierce. Damian Pierce kind of came in. Nobody really knew what, he, what, what, what was expected of him. Went to the Texans, almost rushed for 1,000 yards last year as a rookie. And probably would have gotten there had he had more opportunities and more carries early on in the season. And the Texans have historically actually struggled with running the football the past 5, 10 years. They've always latched on to one-year running backs who've just been too old. Last for a year or two, then they go. Seems like Pierce... Now entering his second year, young guy, there to stay, and is probably going to rush for, I would assume, minimum 1,100 yards. Roshan Johnson, if he gets these opportunities this year, it could prove by week 8, 9, 10 that he could be the RB1. We could see him really break out next year when he enters camp and enters the season, the presumed RB1. Right now, even in this article, it says Khalil Herbert, and I would agree. Herbert's been on the team the longest. He could still produce, just can't do much else besides run. Deontay Foreman was brought in, and there was nothing promised to him other than opportunities. And Roshan Johnson's a late-round pick, so I get that. Day three selection. They don't owe Roshan anything. Therefore, he's not going to get tons of opportunities in the first couple of weeks. That's just how it goes. It's unfortunate, but that's the truth and the fact of the matter. That said, making the most of what he's given is what's going to propel him to become RB1. People are coming early to the party because they know what's going to happen. And that's what excites me about an article like this and other articles that have been written like this since May when the draft occurred. To the Bears' credit, whether it's Ryan Poles, Ryan Pace, Jerry Angelo, Phil Embry, for some reason when it comes to late-round diamonds in the rough, especially running backs, wide receivers, cornerbacks, they do a great job drafting. Their scouting department's actually exceptional when it comes to day three picks and later. If only they could get day one picks good, this Bears team would be winning four or five Super Bowls by now. <laughs> They'd be really amazing. They always find ways to just grab these diamonds in the rough, these players who have a lot to show, a lot more to show than people expect, 
late in the late in the draft. David Montgomery, good example, second rounder. Darnell Mooney, fifth round pick. And I think Roshan Johnson's going to be on that path again. I really think he's going to be the real deal for this team. And according to this article from ESPN, the contributors compiled a collection of rookies who are still flying under the radar with the start of the NFL season just days away. The second player named on that list was Roshan Johnson. So Roshan was right near the top. Everybody is starting to realize, hey, he's going to get opportunities here in Chicago. The fact that national ESPN insiders are even acknowledging his name is frankly unbelievable. I can't believe they even are in tune enough to know who he is. I guess credit to them for doing some research this time around. Point being, he's on everybody's radar. I'm sure he's on people's radar from a fantasy perspective. I can only imagine many people, oh, i got to grab him, stash him on my team. But more than anything, he's on everyone's radar for the contributions that he could bring to this team right away. Week one, but certainly by week eight, being the primary guy. That's just exciting to see. The Bears have never been in need of a running back. I mean, they've always had good ones back to Walter Payton, but even after. Think about the Bears in the past 10, 15 years. You know, Thomas Jones, Cedric Benson to an extent, Matt Forte, of course, David Montgomery, Jordan Howard, Khalil Herbert, Tariq Cohen, The Bears have always had talent at running back. They've never been in a specific need for it. Just like this year, there's no need for it. But once again, they know how to develop running backs. They know when somebody's kind of on their way out, they already have somebody in the wings ready to take over. And in my opinion, and this is no knock on him, but Khalil Herbert is going to be on his way out. As much as I love watching him, as much as I love his electricity and his ability to weave through defenses and gain five, six yards per carry, the NFL is different than it was 20, 30 years ago. He can't block, and he can't catch the football. Khalil Herbert's days are numbered in Chicago. And I'm going to say that right now. It might be unpopular, but I firmly believe it. I would not give Herbert a contract extension even now. Unless somehow, some way, he improves his blocking and his pass catching so much and then gains 1,000-plus yards running, then I could see it. But I don't think that's going to happen with the amount of carries that are going to be there and then the amount of players trying to get those carries. So Khalil Herbert's going to be out the door sooner rather than later. Will it be next year, the year after? I don't know, but it's going to happen. And at that point, the Bears are going to need to find a new primary running back. Deontay Foreman, frankly, is just too old. Foreman's been around the game for a while. He's in his late 20s. By the time his contract's up, even if he lives out the rest of his contract, he might be 30 years old. The writing's on the wall for both of these guys, and the writing's on the wall also for Roshan Johnson to ascend and become the RB1. It's going to happen, whether people like it or not. And then in four or five years, when Roshan's about to get paid, the Bears are going to screw him, and they're going to draft a new running back because that's how it goes in the NFL. No running backs ever get paid. And that's just the way it is. But I would expect Roshan Johnson to hold down this position for the next four to five years minimum, as long as things don't go horribly wrong. And we're going to start seeing it this year. Week one, but especially by weeks eight, nine, or ten. So just keep all that in mind, too. Whether you like him or not, you're going to have to learn to like him. Because I guarantee you he's going to be around, and he's certainly going to be on this team longer than Herbert's and Foreman will be. 
Herbert and Foreman will not be on this team anymore, and Roshan will still be here in three years. It's just a fact. It's a fact of the lifespan of a running back and the way the NFL works. I mean, Foreman only signed a one-year contract worth $2 million, and half of that's guaranteed. So, I mean, the Bears could pay him his $1 million, then cut him theoretically if they wanted to. I'm not saying they're going to do it, but Foreman's contract was nothing significant. And it is a value signing. I mean, Foreman did a great job. Foreman last year uh, did a lot in the limited time he got. So, I, I mean, I'm happy for him getting paid a little bit of money, but he's not the long-term answer. Herbert averaged 5.7 yards per carry last year, but was hurt, and I don't think that's going to be sustainable either. So this is going to be the Roshan Johnson show from a running back perspective. We know Justin Fields is still going to be a prolific runner. Fields averaged over 7 yards per carry last season, and I don't expect that to end. They may run him less, but that doesn't mean he won't gain minimum 600, 700 yards. Justin Fields is going to be the most electric and exciting runner on this team, but as far as pure volume goes, by the end of the year, I think Roshan Johnson's going to have the most carries on this team out of the four. If you want to count Fields in there with Foreman and Herbert. And ESPN, to their credit, is taking note. Taking note of what's on the wall, but we've been seeing for months now. I firmly believe it. I just, I, I think it's the natural course of events for the running back position in the NFL, and specifically for this team. Writing's on the wall. Foreman could be cut after the end of this year, could be cut midseason. Herbert is not going to sustain nearly six yards per carry and already got hurt and is already older. Johnson's brand new, ready to make an impact, three-dimensional running back, and Justin Fields is Justin Fields. The Bears are going to need a primary RB by week 8, week 9, week 10, it's going to be Roshan Johnson. So kudos to ESPN for pointing this out. And I hope that everybody could start to see it and catch on now because it is coming. I really hope they give him more opportunities week 1. I'd love to see Roshan Johnson get 20 carries. I just doubt it's going to happen only for the sense that although it's wrong, I understand it. They're still going to give Deontay Foreman his carries. They're going to give Khalil Herbert his carries. And Roshan's probably going to be the third guy because... They're indebted to Herbert, been on the team for a while. Uh, Deontay Foreman's been paid. They don't want to screw with them week one. But I think as the season progresses, and I'm sure there's already been a conversation between Pulls and Eberflus and Johnson about his role moving forward, he is poised to take over. He's going to be worked in and worked in, and sooner rather than later, he's going to get just more and more carries. It might go from 5 to 8 to 10 to 15 to 20. Now, I don't know what the plan is specifically. But don't be surprised if we see Roshan Johnson getting 20 carries by week 10. So it's just great to see other traditional media outlets, surprisingly enough, acknowledge the truth for once. wonder what they're going to be writing if uh, Roshan doesn't do well, or uh, if he does do well, what they're going to be saying too. We're going to keep track of this narrative for all of you. But just keep that in the back of your head as you watch the Bears week one against Green Bay. Look out for Roshan Johnson. If he doesn't do much or doesn't get enough opportunities, watch out for him as the year progresses. Because I guarantee you, by year's end, he will be the RB1. And Herbert and Foreman and whoever else the Bears decide to bring in in the future are going to have to go through Johnson to win that position.
Thanks for watching today's show here on Sports Talk Chicago. Appreciate all of you tuning in. Subscribe to the channel for more Chicago Bears and Chicago sports content. Follow us all over at Sports Talk Chicago. Big thank you to John Meadows, directing and producing. And hit up our sponsor, Amish Country Farms, with the link in the description. So long, everyone.